0: Every Four computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. Three, two, one, zero, zero, zero.
1: Hello, world. Thank you for joining us on a Sunday or a Monday or a Tuesday or whenever. It's the GadgetCast. My name is Gregory McFadden. Join always with my co-host with matching blue shirts, Travis MCP.
0: Space travel. Space traveling all the way through to the newest episode of GadgetCast. Yes, we were off a week, but we're back. So if you're listening to this on the Auto Podcast, thank you so much for hanging tight with us. And of course, if you're here live, it's good to see y'all. Yeah. You
1: know, I'm... I'm all for the live people. Actually, I'm for every. You know, if you're listening after the fact, it's good. Sorry for last week. I uh, took a vacation and much needed yeah, vacation. Not, if you're here for nothing the,
0: wrong with that. If you're here nothing for the pre-show, that, you would
1: have heard all about some parts before the vacation. I'm not going to talk mm-hmm. about. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, other than that, vacation was good. Was on the beach, Travis, all week. So I think I'm. Mm. I should be well rested, but I just got back the other day. So I'm still kind of a little tired, <laughs> but to, you, feel, you know, you feel for, like, for like this, like uh week of like tackling content, I think I'm going to be refreshed mm. come back with a fresh perspective on everything, which is good because I felt like I haven't taken a break in like a long time and uh, I'm excited to get back to work where like this past month I was kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a grind of like, ah, let's make mm-hmm. a video. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's yeah. Do yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, I, I needed the break for sure.
0: Yeah. I need to, um, well, I mean, of course we're coming into Apple season really in, yeah. in no in very definitive ways, but, um, before we get there, there's some other things that have been going on, but yeah, I feel you on that. Like, uh, I'm just ready for the grind because, you know, I had so much time kind of away from YouTube. doesn't mean I was away from everything else, but, um, yeah, I'm trying to get myself set up, trying to make some changes and get this channel going again. Cause it's kind of dead. I'm kind of pulling, it feels like I'm pulling a, <laughs> A big heavy weight to get this stupid thing kicked off again and it's just taken forever
1: yeah but you, Do you know, ever have you like, ever have you ever like like what's like the longest or i guess like the most recent break you've taken from like social media
0: Oh man, I never do. I mean <laughs> you're talking about it. it's like it never like I and when I had like regular full time nine to five jobs, like I would never take vacations and stuff. The only mm. time I'd ever take any type of time off is usually at the end of the year, uh right around the time of my birthday. And I almost never went anywhere. Yeah. So I, I don't really I'm not really a vacation guy. It's not because I don't want to. It's just that, um, it just doesn't happen for me. So I don't know. Maybe that'll change as I get older. I mean, I would like to yeah, you know, cool
1: well, things. I'm I'm very similar to you. I'm not a vacation guy. I rarely, if ever, go on vacation. Uh, even when I worked like a regular job, like I never really planned like long trips. I'd mostly like take like a day off or something like that. But I never really went like, let me take a whole week off, plan everything, just, you know, mm-hmm. get out there and relax, not pay attention to anything. Uh, and with this trip, that kind of changed a bit for me. I actually like took a whole week off, uh, and on YouTube, that's scary to do. I didn't even upload yeah. any videos this entire week, if you've noticed. Like, uh, you know, I've been away. Um, and I stayed off of social media, which was also weird, because I really I really didn't peek at it too much, you know, maybe like occasionally for like a second. But even then, I think like, I don't know, I spent like maybe like 10 minutes on Twitter max during my vacation. Good for
0: you. Wow. Yeah,
1: and it was weird because like I'm sure like stuff happened, and I've just been like so tuned out to the point where like uh, – Travis like messaged me like like an hour before going any topics I'm just like I don't know I really don't know (laughs) what has happened this past week and I kind of got to read up on it I think I saw some like interesting like Apple leaks actually happened while I was on vacation Uh, I don't know if it's too late for me to talk about that on my on my channel but um yeah it was nice to actually like take a week off not pay any attention not have a care in the world And uh, I highly recommend it because I usually don't do that. I usually am very tuned in. I want to be tuned into everything that's going on. I don't want to miss anything. I have like a big like fear of missing out thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't know this vacation. I said, you know what? Let's see. Uh, Let me just relax. Let me get away from it because that's that was the point. I was feeling like I've just been like working so much since, uh, you know, the pandemic started and I wanted to just relax.
0: Well, let me tell you, we're at a point now where it's going to start getting hot and heavy. But before the Apple stuff comes, uh, some other stuff has come. The uh, Pixel 5A and some of the Samsung foldables. I want to talk about real quick my adventure with another pre-order with Samsung, which has gone wrong yet again. Anyone Always. who's watched my channel you have the for worst any <laughs> luck, I really do, and it doesn't make any sense because before I came a tech YouTuber, I never had a problem. But for some whatever reason, um, the last I think the last time I. What was it last time I pre-ordered it? I don't even know if it was last time, but um, the last time I remember pre-ordering a phone was the Galaxy Note 10. I had to order four, uh, four or five of them before I got one, and I had to drive around to get that one because uh, I couldn't get it on time otherwise. I had to actually end up going, even though I had pre-ordered it, it didn't come on time for whatever reason, so I had to quickly go out and find one. I went to multiple stores, and it was crazy. Well, this time, the Galaxy Z Fold 3, which I you know, I grabbed. I wasn't sure you know, what I was going to do with it or anything, but I liked the Fold 2, so I was like, let me order that. Here we go again, um, it's it's on its way and everyone has had theirs for you know several days. Mine won't be here till tomorrow, Monday, even uh, though it's 10 minutes from my house, like yet again, I'm getting it stupid late. Now I, I did uh, call up Samsung and I was just trying to cancel it, but because it's still technically on its way they can't cancel it, but they did give me a hundred dollars off <laughs> for it not showing up. Now, remember this last year, the when I was gonna return the Z Fold 2, they offered me a hundred dollars off um, there now in, to not return it i don't know if that'll be the case this time if i do decide to return it which I've, i very well may because i don't know that i'm going to be able to cover much um samsung stuff on my channel anymore it just doesn't really do anything but i am interested just to play around with it because i saw it in the store and it does seem better to me than the Fold two everyone's really enjoying the flip three though like yeah they're really excited about it and i had to ask on twitter like why why is everyone so excited about it? the flip two was fine? Why is everyone excited? And we've talked about the flip two on this channel, the flip really it wasn't even called the flip two, on this channel. And we both have had it. It's cool, but one of the things we said is once it's unflipped, it's just another smartphone. So when I asked people online, like what's the deal? A lot of people talk brought about the price is now lower. Yes. And we talked that, about that last um, week,
1: that the thousand dollar price yeah. was something that might just put it over the edge, even though it's a pretty, like, you know, you unfold it and you go, okay, it's a phone. But the fact that it is the same price as, like, a lot of the iPhones or any of the other uh, galaxies out there really does push it over the edge of, like, you know what? Why not? Why not fold it in half?
0: Yeah. So I do want to talk a little bit about, oh, I'm going to do a video and, about, um, like, Apple, uh, what I think they should do as far as flip and fold. But are you going to get either one of these? And if not, why not?
1: Um, I actually did get both of them. Uh, I just haven't opened any of them. I got the packages delivered while I was on vacation. Uh, I didn't have any of your issues with ordering them. And then midway through the week, uh, my packages got delivered. So they're still sitting in the box. I'm not even sure if I'm going to cover both of them at this point, just because so much time has passed since I've been on, like, since I, I, since I got them from vacation, I kind of feel like, well, I wish I could have got these like when they came out to cover them. I kind of feel like so many people have covered them already. Uh, But if I am going to keep one of them, I think it's probably going to be the Flip, again, just because of the price point. Um, Just because some of the specs this year, I feel like it really holds up as being a really cool phone that I can probably recommend to people. Like, at the end of the day, even if I like the Fold 3, telling people to buy an $1,800 smartphone is still, like, kind of ridiculous. But with the Flip, it's like, hey, this is the same price as some of the other premium flagship phones you would buy. And it has some nice features this year. They have like a better cover screen. I think it has 120 hertz, right? The refresh rate this time. So they're getting premium features this time into that folding phone. And it's at a way better price point. The fact that they got it $400 down this year. It's a big um, deal. That's good. I'm going to see if I can get the Travis MCP discount and that might influence my decision. If I can go on Samsung and put in the cancel and they're like, we'll give you a hundred dollars if you keep it, you know, then, then I think I'm golden.
0: Well, so I, you know, my fold hopefully will be here tomorrow. I'll, I'll play around with it a little bit. Um, I'll talk about why Apple should or should not get into the fold of business by kind of showing the fold. But the the flip and the fold for those of you who are not familiar, the fold kind of folds like a hot dog, and the flip is more of a kind of old school flip style. Um and technically T is here in the chat. He has a YouTube channel if you haven't heard or seen Technically T, you should go check out his channel. He does some great reviews. He's talking about how he doesn't know what it is about the flip, but he's really enjoying it and that it's one of the his most favorite phones he's had in a long time. Now, um T along with a lot of other people including myself have been kind of um, you know, we look at some of the new devices and we're, you know, we're like, "Okay, they're cool, you know, it's the new spec, the new hot whatever, right? It's not super exciting." But the fact that T is so interested in and really enjoys the phone so much that's actually one of the reasons why I started asking the question on Twitter because, quite frankly, I actually thought that um, that would be the one that people would sleep on. Because it's not, I mean, I get sure, the price is definitely different. But again, if you really were interested in it, you could have gotten um, the Z Fold for the Z Flip for like 600 bucks on Amazon Renewed, which I've talked about. So I, I didn't think that, I'm surprised. I'm surprised at the tech sector. Now, let me be clear. I talked about this in my video, and I think I talked about it here. The flip wasn't really marketed to tech people. It was real marketed to people who are like in the fashion and kind of social media people and that sort of, thing. if you watch the thing, actually, just watch my video. I explained it on my video. Anyway, it was not marketed to tech people, but tech people are really enjoying it. So I, it makes, you know, do you get influenced like that sometimes when you see everyone like getting excited about it, I just like, oh, well, maybe I should, I guess you'll know, cause you have both. You'll be able to play around with them and see which one you like better.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely um, it's hard for me to get influence at this point because I usually do get it day one. But again, because I was on vacation and because I did have to wait uh, when I got back, uh, I didn't feel like opening anything and, and or working on anything till Monday. But I got back and uh, saw like a lot of tweets about about the flip, like people raving about it, like technically T saying, like, it's a great phone and stuff like that. He's having so much fun with it. Uh, Everyday dad was talking about the foldable phones this morning, saying, like, I'm having so much fun with this. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely am getting a little bit like influence, a little bit hype going like, hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah, this sounds like fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to opening these and checking these out. Uh, but I have had experience with uh, the Flip 2 and uh, or was it the Flip 1? I can't remember at this point. I think it was the Flip 1 and then I skipped the 5G model and uh, the uh, Fold 2. So I've had those experiences before. I can't imagine them being that different. Again, I really liked both of those phones. I thought they both had a really great coolness factor. It's just that after like two weeks of using it, it sees to like really like, you know, I, I felt like I get it, but maybe this isn't necessarily for me. It's a cool thing. Like, you know, unfolding the screen kind of almost never gets old, but the practicality of it for what I use a phone for in a lot of ways, um, the when I when I remember using the flip, especially, I felt like I kind of use my phone in bursts. So I pick up my phone real quick, I tweet something out, put it down for a minute, pick it back up, check something, put it down again, you know, do that. And the fact that every time I went to go use the flip, the fact that I would usually close it when I was done, you have to unfold it again. I, I found that after a while, it felt like an extra step, an extra process into getting into the phone. And that part of that experience, after a while, I started to go, well, this seems more like a disadvantage than an advantage. You're muted. (laughs)
0: The flip and the fold are really for two different people. Um, like I said, the on the go kind of everyday average person I think would get the flip. The fold is more, product- more productive heavy, obviously with the, uh, the uh, S Pen and the, you know, I didn't know about this when I made the video, but 100,000%, it absolutely made sense and totally backed what I said when I found out that the flip doesn't have decks. It completely backed up what I said about this not being for people who are in the tech. It's because it's, those people are not gonna, the people who they are really targeting towards um, are not going to be interested in DeX, like they're not gonna use it. Here's something interesting though. I'm on Samsung's website. I find it very strange, although I've seen them do this before, which is why I checked. The iPhone 10, so the one I did, I repaired on my channel a while back. I, I was using it as a trade-in towards the Fold 3. They're gonna give me $200 for it, which is way too low, but I just don't wanna deal with it, right? If you take that same phone and trade it in towards the Z Flip 3, they'll give you $300. Mm. $100 more for the towards the cheaper phone. So I don't understand the thought behind that, but I could get basically a Z Flip for $700, which is not bad um, after tax and everything with a silicone uh, thing. But I this is one thing I've noticed Samsung has done over the years. I, I first recognized this last year um, where they are – altering the trade-in credit, depending on what phone you're going for. But weirdly, they're giving you less for the more expensive phone and more for the more expensive. I don't understand the thought behind that at all. But um, Samsung is being still aggressive with their trade-ins, allowing you to trade in multiple phones if you wanna get the Fold3. Um, it is really, really very interesting. Now, here's the thing. These phones finally coming into their own and kind of the the quality and the and the enjoyment people are having, Um, this is the push that I, I hope that Apple will need to make their own. And of course the rumored pixel fold looks really beautiful. I don't know if you saw the renders of that, that looks really cool. So we might be coming into a season of foldy slash flippable type, uh, phones, which I'm, I'm in for.
1: Yeah. I think it's one of the more interesting, uh, spaces right now to look at in the smartphone industry is all the foldable phones because you know, These last two years, especially, uh, you look at like an iPhone, you look at any premium Android flagship phone, and they all look kind of the same, you know, like it's all just like a full screen display in front of you. And it's like, what more can you do with this form factor? And it doesn't really feel like you can improve on it that much other than making some minor, subtle changes. So the fact that these form factors are so radically different, the fact that they can literally fold the display again, any anyone, even if you don't like the idea of a folding phone, you have to admit <clears throat> it's so impressive to actually see that be a thing. And uh, it's probably the more interesting space to look at right now in the smartphone industry, because even as cool as the fold is, even as cool as the flip is, you can still see a lot of areas where they can make a lot of improvements especially in like the thickness of uh, something like the fold you if you could get that even slimmer you know if you can increase the display size on the front if you can make it more like a regular phone and then maybe unfold it into an even bigger tablet or all these other advancements um, it's so exciting to like see that in the space and uh, it with regular smartphones it kind of feels perfected it kind of feels like minor improvements every year you know it's kind of like a it's kind of like a flat screen TV it's like Mm-hmm. You know, every year they come out with new flat screen TVs, but they kind of look all the same. And then there's just some minor improvements every once in a while. Sometimes there's a bigger improvement, like if you, if you get a new display technology like OLED, and that's exciting. But even after that, then it's more incremental upgrades again. So it, it kind of feels like that again. Um, we're going to talk about the, in, about the iPhone 13 later in the show. We'll see if that has any chance of making us excited this year. Uh, usually it does in some way by the time it releases, but... Um, you know, in terms of like rumors and stuff like that, we're expecting such a similar phone this year that it is kind of hard to get excited and go, well, why should I really get an iPhone 13 if I have an iPhone 12?
0: Yeah. And you know, I just looked, I just have a correction. They now have upped the trade in value for an iPhone 10 to 400, Hmm. but the difference is when I did my pre-order, I also got $200 credit to use in the store, which they're not giving you that anymore. They're just giving you, uh, a case. So I think, it all kind of balances out. So there's a correction on that. And I agree. I literally just made a video about how I'm kind of bored of uh, my iPhone, um, but it's not necessarily bored in a, I mean, it's not really bored in a bad way. Like it's kind of, yeah, I'm bored, but it, it works so well and the biggest problem with iPhones is that only one manufacturer makes them. It's not like Android where you get different kind of interpretations of what Android can be. I mean, I would wonder like, what would Samsung do with an iPhone? That would be kind of dope. I'd love to see hmm. that. Um, you know, I'd love to see what they would try to do. And w- Cause what we're gonna see is if, I will predict right now, right here, and I feel very confident with this. If Apple goes into uh, foldy, flippy phones, it's gonna be the flip style. Really? It's not going to be a fold style. Yeah. Hmm. I, I would put so much money on that. I can't even begin to tell you. Uh, and it oh, won't man. be for a while. Um, it'll, you know, the technology will be almost old hat by the time it comes out. So um, the reason why I think it's going to be the flip and not the fold is because I don't believe that they're going to think that this is a, um, They and it's not to say they couldn't come out with a fold style pro version, maybe. Right. But I don't know if they're going to do that. I, am, I practically guarantee they would do a flip version because again, even Samsung sees who the market is for that type of phone. It, it's it's a more wide ranging market than the fold version and the pricing on an iPhone for a, either one of these is scary to think about. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. By the time it does come out, prices on all that stuff have come down. The recent rumor is that um, prices on a lot of electronic devices are going to go up this year, including the iPhone, because of one of the biggest chip manufacturers uh, in the world having to raise their prices. So we may see high prices on everything, including the upcoming iPhone, I, if they go much above a hundred dollars more per, per. Did they? When's the last time they went up on iPhones? Was it last year? For the price? Yeah.
1: I mean, they technically didn't uh, mm. because they still had the mini at 699 But yeah, if you wanted to say like iPhone 11 to iPhone 12, it went up a hundred dollars.
0: Yeah. So there, there's the rumor that it may go up again. Mm. Um, yet somehow Samsung was able to bring down the prices. That would be a bad look for Apple, but Apple can get away with it. And for some, it, it's it's terrible. It's terrible that, uh, this is the one thing I really don't like about Apple is that they can get away with this stuff. They can get away with it. People are still gonna buy it. People are still gonna stand in line at the Apple store. Um, it's because it's just so solid otherwise. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the flip and fold. I'm really interested to see what, if Google decides to go down this path, i, I like it. It's at a very exciting time for smartphones. Finally, it seemed like we were never going to get exciting again. And it's really being spearheaded by, um, Samsung, even though they weren't the first to do it. Uh, the under display camera, I, you know, I've been excited for that because you get an unearthed display. Some people say it's not as good as it could be. Um, you know, when I get mine tomorrow, I'll play around with it, but I think the technology is going in a good place to kind of make phones fun. Um, and I'm just curious how long it'll take before Apple decides to do something equally interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I think it'll still be a few years out, but
0: we'll see. We'll see. So did you, did you get the Pixel 5a? I did. Okay, yeah. let's real quickly talk about that because there was some controversy about that that I saw when I was kind of just going through Twitter the other day. So for those of you who don't know, the Pixel 5a is kind of the budget version of the Pixel uh, 5, uh, which came out like a year ago. Uh, Google comes out with um, usually the A series of phones, which is their less expensive versions of the phones every year. Uh, and this one's I think 450, which is a pretty darn good price for all the things you get. Uh, pretty solid phone. And everyone's really waiting for the six Pro, which even I'm actually interested in the six Pro. I'm kind of looking forward to that. But for now, we have this uh, kind of lower range phone, 450. If you're doing it on payment plan, it's probably a really inexpensive thing. I have to look up on T-Mobile and see what their pricing is. But um, it's a phone for like the masses. It's it's yeah. uh, you know it's priced uh, uh, comparatively like really good, and a lot of phones at 450, I would I would almost say would have a hard time competing um, with that phone because a, because it's a Google phone, that means that you get your updates pretty darn quick. Generally speaking, uh, you usually get your updates pretty quick on pixel phones um, and b like, they have some software, some cool software things that it'll do that um, you know, a lot of other phones don't do because Google holds it for their own phones. So with that, it seems like a win all around. Well, you know, us being tech heads and stuff, I guess we're going to push it to the extreme. <laughs> and, you know, quite frankly, well, in fa- yeah. f- fair enough. Fair enough. Listen, if the I option mean- is there, you should be able to use it. Apparently, if you do 4K 60 video recording for not very long, some people are saying that the phone is basically stop stopping the recording. It's overheating, which is interesting because why would you have the option if it's going to overheat? And so there's a lot of controversy back and forth about. You know, is that a bad thing? Did you experience this, Greg?
1: Yeah. So I want to talk about this. I want to talk about what's good with this phone first before I tell you the bad, because it's worse than you think. It is worse than you think. But I want to talk about the good parts of this phone, because before again, I went on vacation this week. I got a lot of time to take pictures and stuff like that. I spent some time with the 5A. And one of the days I took it out as like one of the only phones I was going to use. I'm like, all right, Pixel has a great camera. Can't wait to test this thing out. I'm going to test out that 4K 60 video thing too. Let me see, like, you know, is there going to be like this five minute time limit or three minute time limit that everyone's talking about? Is that a big issue? Uh, Can I work around that? Whatever. I I was all set to test this phone out and uh, put it through its paces. The good things about this phone are really good. 450 is a great price point. Uh, if you look at the design of it, you look at uh, something like Apple offers like their iPhone SE, which is $400. And you put those two phones side by side and you look at the Google phone, just looking at it and you go, wow, this is 450. The the SE looks ancient. It has like a 4.7 inch screen. It still has big bezels all around it. This uh, Pixel 5a has like a 6.3 inch screen. It's like bezel-less. It has a hole punch camera. It looks like a flagship phone. It's made out of metal, USB-C, uh really, really good looking phone for the price point and and a lot of these Android phones are to be fair, like a lot of these Android phones look really good. Um, it has some, I think it had the same processor as the pixel five, so uh, you know, not like a you know, like the fastest flagship uh, processor, but you know should still be pretty good. Um, the battery life on this thing, Travis, you know you you start asking yourself at four hundred and fifty dollars, you know what what do people need out of a smartphone? What do people need out of a smartphone? And I would say they need a big display nowadays because that seems to be a selling point. This phone has a big display, OLED, uh, 1080p, I believe for the resolution, everything there, great. Uh, it has, uh, the perfor- I think the performance is good enough for most people. I don't think you put this phone in, in front of someone, they start using it. I don't think they'd be like, wow, it's too slow. I can't use it. Like, I think we're kind of past that point with uh, even the budget smartphones. And that's that's great to see. Uh, And then you would probably say battery life, right? Battery life is super important for most people buying a smartphone. It's one of the reasons uh, when I reviewed the iPhone SE, I went, well, this is a really good phone. It has a really great flagship processor in it. Uh, The design's a little bit older, but maybe you like that. But the battery life's kind of hard to deal with because, you know, phones these days have excellent battery life. And this Pixel 5a might have one of the best batteries I've ever tested in a phone. It is truly outstanding. I cannot kill it in a day. It lasts all day long. I could probably go two days heavy usage on the Pixel 5a, make it through both those days. Like the battery life on the 5a is amazing. And it's $450. So when you look at the things that people really need in a smartphone, they want a big display. They want good enough performance, I think. They want the best battery life possible. The 4a nails all of that at $450. The last thing I think people really care about with a smartphone is a camera. Now, on other budget smartphones, this is where you would take the biggest hit is in the camera. You would get a budget smartphone and the pictures aren't going to be as good. Travis would tell you you can load up Gcam and all that stuff. And that's true. And you can get a lot better pictures just by using Google software. But let's just say you're a basic user. You're buying a phone. You don't want to bother them with all that. You want to say, here's a good phone with great battery life and a, and a good camera. Well, the Pixel has that, the Pixel has that advantage. You get it out of the box, you start taking pictures with it and you get really amazing pictures. Some people might say that for 450, maybe you get better pictures than a thousand dollar iPhone. There are people in that camp that say the Pixel is definitely better than an iPhone. And you get that great stills camera. Then there's the video quality, which isn't like as good. Maybe, you know, okay, it falls apart there because it can't do the processing. But that's not the main issue. Travis alluded to it before. Okay, 4K 60, Travis, right? That's something that not most people are gonna use on a smartphone, I think, right? It's not like a big deal if you can't record in 4K 60. Well, on this trip, I started off, right? I went to the beach. Uh, uh, I left my phone like in a shaded area, not like in direct sunlight. I can understand if I left it in direct sunlight. You don't do that with any phone. If I left my iPhone in direct sunlight, it, it would overheat, you know? But I left it like under the umbrella. It was fine. I took out my uh, 5A to take some pictures. I took like three photos and I'm like, oh, let me try the video out. I go to do a 4K60 video, Travis. It won't let me do it. The phone is too hot, it says. It can't, and I'm holding it in my hands. It doesn't feel hot to me, you know? So I go to record a 4K60. I don't even get the option to do it, Travis. It won't even let me start the recording. So I'm like, okay. That stinks. Whatever. Let me do 4K30. Travis, it overheated in a minute and 30 seconds mm. <laughs> at 4K30. <30. sighs> so, and I'm and as I'm recording the video, I'm pretty sure there's like frames being dropped like left and right. Like I could see it like stuttering and lagging as I'm recording the video. Uh, so it overheats to that point. And then it overheats to a point where I believe, and I have to check. Uh, my footage for this. I believe I was even having like, like you basically couldn't use the camera. It was like, let this thing cool down before you use it. And that really irked me. If it couldn't do 4k 60 or if it was on a three minute time limit. Okay, whatever. Like some of the pixels couldn't even do 4k 60. So maybe if you get a minute out of it, that's better than not having it, right? At least you have the option to maybe get some of this footage. The fact that I could, couldn't even record video is a deal breaker on any smartphone for me. I don't care what the price point is, 450 whatever. If I can't record 4K video, 30 frames per second on a, on a modern-day smartphone, I think that's outrageous. Because, it's weird. Listen, this is a this is normal everyday scenario. I'm on vacation. I want to take a video of what's going on. That's something people do all the time, right? They want to get a short video. The fact that I went into the camera app and it said, you cannot record video... Not even that I couldn't record 30 seconds of it or a minute of it, you know? That means I could have missed a moment of like something I was really trying to capture. Like if you have a family and your your child's like doing something amazing and you want to capture that moment, you whip out the pixel and it says you can't record video, you are going to be so frustrated. You are going to be so angry at the person that recommended that phone to you. You are going to like, you know, that's when people are going to come into the comment section and go, you're a shill. Like, how could you recommend this phone? I was on vacation. I couldn't take photos. It overheated. It was an awful experience. So it was really bad, Travis. Like, I I couldn't believe that it overheated this quickly. And I've also used previous Pixel phones like the 3A and I did not have this issue on like 4 k thirty. So yeah. I don't know what's wrong here. I don't know if it's a software problem that they can fix it. I don't know if it's a hardware problem where this is just going to be the way it is. But even at 450, again, the iPhone SE looks old, right? It looks old. The battery life isn't as good. Has an LCD screen. There's a lot of weaknesses to that phone. I know if I pull out that phone and I go to record a video, it's going to record a video. Right. It's going to record it. It's going to take pictures. It's not going to tell me it's overheating in normal use case scenario. This was like, and this wasn't like it was like noon, Travis, you know, like noon out in the sun. This is at like 5 p.m. on like 84 degree day. You know, you expect the smartphone to perform. Yeah. So well, I I wanted to like this phone a lot. And before this happened to me, I really did like the phone. And I was I was about to give it like a glowing review and go, 450, you know, if you're into Android. Um, you know, if you don't care about wireless charging, if you just need a phone that does all the work, you don't care about all the bells and whistles of some of these like really outrageous, expensive smartphones, you should buy this phone. But after this video recording issue, I cannot recommend this phone as you never record video, which I feel like is probably, I don't know. I feel like video is so popular now, you you know, everyone has... TikToks now, everyone goes on Instagram. Maybe most people don't have a YouTube channel, but people are uploading videos. People are taking personal videos so much. People are trying to capture moments. You see like, you know, even if we go into like people getting pulled over by the police, you know yeah. what I mean? These are these are tools now that are so important in our daily lives. It's more than capturing a memory. Like what if you had the Pixel 5a, you go to record a video of like this police interaction and it overheats and then you don't have that evidence anymore, you know? So yeah. that is that is just something I can't recommend. Like I, I I will say in my review, if you don't record video, OK, go ahead and buy the phone. But if you record any sort of video on your phone, um, I can't recommend it. I just can't. And I'm very disappointed in this phone.
0: All right. I want to dissect parts of this. Sure. Um, someone's asking, have you tried uh, 1080p, which is important to understand?
1: Um. I didn't try 1080p, but I
0: was, was now here's one of my questions. Was it defaulted at 4k or did you change it to 4k? Ooh, I believe it was. I believe I changed it to 4k. Okay. So a couple of things. I don't want to let Google off the the, the hook here. (laughs) Literally would have taken no time for someone in Q and a to test this and go, this is probably not a good idea. Hide it in software. Just don't have the ability to record it. If it's a poor experience, just, that's the fix. You take some software, you take away those two options, and now you just say, well, it's 1080p. And now everyone goes, oh, that's weird. It only has 1080p, but you don't have the situations that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I now let me ask you, in your opinion, if based on what you experienced versus what if it had always been sold as a 1080p phone and it didn't have the 4K options, would your opinion change in some way or would it be the same?
1: that's assuming that it wouldn't overheat in 1080p and honestly uh it's probably something i should have tested while i was out there again i was i always record in 4k at this point mm-hmm.
0: uh i mean i've never heard I, anyone talk about 1080p overheating so i think we can talk we can probably safely assume it does if it doesn't then that's just scandal of the year like let me make <laughs> my video today if it can't just straight up record yeah, anything listen, in listen, the, listen. You know.
1: if uh if they want to sell this phone and put a warning. Every time you go into 4k and go, uh, this may overheat in 4k, maybe you could make the argument that this is, uh, you know, whatever, you know, okay. It's going to overheat in 4k. Um, yeah, I guess you could make that argument,
0: but. Or, or what if they remove the option? Remove, remove the option 4K. For 4k, remove 4k because it's, it's obviously not uh stable. If they remove the option and remove it from the marketing, how do you feel about the phone then?
1: I don't know. I I, I really don't know. Um, I just feel like 4K is basic at this point, you know? I mean,
0: it is. Don't get me wrong. There yeah, are tons like, of phones. I, I
1: don't know. Like I. There are,
0: at that price point, they can hit 4K. I just want to be clear about that. But I'm just asking, if it is marketed differently and they just remove that because it's not stable, does that change your thought and your opinion on the phone? It
1: changes my thoughts a little bit because then... Uh, you know, if you're not a big video person, you don't care about the resolution. Everything else about this phone is great. It's it's really good. Um, but the the fact that I've had such a, uh, an awful experience with 4K, the, the fact that I can't remember any smartphone, even going back to the 3A, having this problem uh, when recording 4K, right? There's no stories about 4K overheating the 3A. I know I personally never mm-hmm. had any issues of it telling me it overheated with 4K video. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I just don't know. I feel like 4K is uh it's a basic feature at in 2021 to have 4K 100%. video recording. To me, recording video is very important. I actually think I prefer video sometimes to pictures of things. I like to take like a small video uh almost anywhere I go because I feel like that is a better memory in some sense. I could watch it and go, "Okay, I remember that. That's fun." Obviously, I do YouTube. I'm biased here with my opinion, right? Maybe maybe uh the video Resolution isn't as important as I think it is. Uh, But yeah, it would change my opinion if there was no 4K feature on it. And if I can guarantee you that it won't overheat in 1080, uh, I just don't know. Because all the things I heard was that it overheated at 4K 60. Right. I had it overheat at 4K 30 in one minute and 30 seconds. I am not confident that the 1080p wouldn't overheat. I'm not confident that, again, I'm the only person I've seen on the internet that had these issues in 4K30. So, Regardless I would have to unstable. do a test and test it for myself. Because uh, another thing that I'm just, and I don't want to accuse anyone of anything. There's a lot of problems with this, not from a consumer space of like, let me decide which features are important. I will give you my review. I will tell you, I will give you the glowing about everything else. I just That's why I want to start with the good. There's so much good about this phone. If that doesn't bother you, you should buy this phone because, okay, it doesn't bother you. Phones have pros and cons, right? Every phone has a pro and a con. If you can get this phone for 450 get that two-day battery life, and you're fine with the video, you know, maybe overheating or maybe use 1080 and it doesn't overheat, mm-hmm. um, you're going to love this phone. It's going to be a great phone for you. If you're on vacation, though, and you... You go to record like a 4K video because you want a higher quality video. You know, uh, every TV you go in, you buy like a $300 TV nowadays. It's in 4K. It's like the standard resolution. You're going to be super disappointed with it, I think. Because yeah. if it's overheating at 84 on an 84 degree day at 5 p.m., I don't know. I don't like what if I'm recording at noon on like 90 degree. You know what I mean? Like, is it yeah. going to be you can't 30 trust seconds? It. <laughs> like, I can't trust it. And that's super important. And it's not even that the video... It's not even that, oh, uh, the video overheated. It's like the phone becomes almost unusable when it overheats because then you can't do other things with it. Then Mm. you go to take a picture and all of a sudden it starts lagging. You go to like scroll and it starts lagging. You know what I mean? So it's more than even just the video camera. There's a heat issue with this phone. Uh, And I don't know where in the design this is or if it's just... Hopefully it's a software thing. Hopefully they... Go, you know what? We messed up this setting. We flipped the switch and everything is fine. Uh, but at this point, I can't review it based on any future promises.
0: Yeah, and it's just a strange. Th- I think that the easiest and the, probably the best thing for them to do is kick. A- if the software update can't fix the issue, then the software update needs to remove it, the, the option and just be done with it and move forward.
1: People will be and- mad about that, too, though, because then they'll go, well, no, you had the option but- to do it.
0: Yeah, well, I, but you might as well get rid of the tech support issues and customer service yeah. returns and stuff. You know what I mean? Like nip it in the bud right now because it's only going to get worse. You can't just leave it there as a, a, a broken option. You just can't do that. And if you have any kind of significant percentage of people not able to use this particular option, then it's broken. So just go ahead and, and, and be done with it. It's over. It's a wrap. Um, yeah. I, I will
1: try out the 1080p uh, before I do my review. I will try the same I'll try and do the same uh, scenario I did uh, when it overheated for me. Um, but but another thing I don't really like, and this, again, this isn't really about the phone. It's just the reactions I've seen on like Twitter about this issue and people like downplaying it like it's not an issue. It's an issue. I had the issue happen to me. It bothered me that I couldn't record video of something I wanted to record video of in that moment as I took this phone out as my only phone. You know what I mean? So the fact that it couldn't do something at that moment was hugely frustrating to me. Uh, And I seen so much sentiment on Twitter going, it's not an issue. It's not an issue. It doesn't matter. It's a $450 phone. You need to, you need to, you know, uh, I don't know. (laughs) You need to give it a pass because it's cheaper. And yeah, $450 is a great deal. But... I don't know. I can go get an iPhone from four years ago. It records 4k. It never overheated. Like, I feel like it's, uh, you know, why should I can go buy an iPhone 10 R. It can do 4k. That's like almost the same price as a pixel, uh, five. A. So why, why should I give this a pass?
0: You know, I a hundred percent agree. I, I think that there's something to be said, um, about them trying maybe a little bit, uh, too hard to push something that probably shouldn't have been pushed that far just to hit specs. But they just have to really think about who they're, who the people are that are buying this phone. I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems weird. It, it seems like they did something that they didn't have to do, and now it's biting them in the butt. Hopefully, the now it just makes everyone wonder, well, is a Pixel 6 Pro going to have any problems? Probably not. But if they can't do a cheap phone good, where is my faith that the really expensive phone, which is what we're expecting, will be um, something that you can um, really rely on. I hope yeah. we can. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the iPhone 13 as the information starts to come in. We're going to be able to pre-order this thing in the next couple of weeks uh, as we expect the um, the actual uh, presentation to happen, I think, on like the 14th, I think, of September, which is only a couple weeks away um and what are we what's the latest what is the latest that you you know um to be the iphone 13 which i i, I am just gonna say i'm not excited right now it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot for them to excite me about this and they'll do a good job because their marketing team is ridiculously good but uh what about the iphone 13 that has you what should people know about it and is there anything that has you excited
1: yeah i don't know i think this is gonna be either a phone that is not exciting because there's not enough updates, or it may surprise us with the small changes done in a few certain areas to make it a much more whole, a much more polished product. Um, I know a lot of people were disappointed last year that the iPhones didn't have 120 hertz. It looks like that's gonna happen this year. Um, There's rumors that the notch is gonna be smaller. Personally, I think that's kind of like, who cares at this point? Uh, but whatever people have been like asking for that for so long. So there'll be a different design change there where people will be like, Oh, I want that. Um, some of the camera features we're hearing about with, uh, portrait mode for video. And, um, I forget what the other feature was that was interesting. Uh, it was something about being able to like edit the video. Oh, ProRes. There's going to be ProRes video, which is a pro format, uh, which, uh, a lot of YouTubers I think will really like, um, Enough of those small features being introduced into this. Oh, I think one of the more recent things I heard was that they're using new Face ID tech that may be in the iPhone 13 and it may be able to unlock your face, uh, do a face unlock even when you're wearing like glasses and a face mask. So apparently they're going to be able to like fix that. It's maybe one of the reasons why we were hearing rumors at the beginning that they were going to put Touch ID into the phones, but it doesn't look like that's coming. So maybe they found a better solution with their Face ID tech and maybe that's going to be improved to a point where... Uh, it doesn't bother you as much. So I think we look at all, like, these little these little rumors we're hearing. And if you do one rumor, if you go, oh, the iPhone's going to have 120 hertz. Well, who cares? Like, okay, Android phones have had that. Oh, the iPhone's going to have uh, portrait video. Well, maybe it's going to be really good portrait video. Uh, but I believe, like, people like Samsung have had portrait video before. Uh, and, you know, um, you know, the Face ID tech and all this stuff getting better. But you start to add it up and you compare it against the iPhone 12, Uh, And if enough of those features make enough of an improvement over the 12, it might actually end up being a phone that you get excited for, that you're happy that you bought. And Apple needs to do that because um, on paper, you look at a lot of these changes, and it doesn't sound like anything that's going to be too groundbreaking or a big improvement over the iPhone 12. Personally, I don't think that's a bad thing either. I think at this point, if you're a normal consumer, if I was an everyday person, I wasn't doing YouTube, I would not replace my phone every year. It's probably the biggest waste of money you could do. These improvements are getting smaller and smaller every year. And, you know, if I was buying a phone, uh, if I had like an iPhone 11, I wouldn't have bought a 12. I probably wouldn't buy this phone. Maybe I'd buy next year's phone. Um, So I think it's a good problem for consumers to have. You're not probably going to get too excited to go rush out and and buy this. It's not the old days where you get an iPhone and they release the iPhone 3G and all of a sudden there's so many life improvements that the old phone almost becomes obsolete. Uh, We're not in that moment anymore. These phones are basically computers. You don't replace your laptop every year. Well, normal people don't. (laughs) You don't replace your laptop Mm -hmm. every year. You don't replace your desktop every year. You don't have to replace your phone every year. You don't have to replace it every two years. That's why contracts have mostly went away. Um, you can get by with a phone for three years, probably four years, five years if you do some battery replacements. So that's the world we're in. If you miss the old world of smartphones getting huge upgrades where you felt like you needed to upgrade every year, I think those days are long, long behind us at this point. Mm-hmm. With that being said, though, if you're upgrading from an older phone, enough quality of life features to this iPhone 13 could be enough to make it a super polished experience to where Travis goes, you know what? This phone sounded really boring, but the fact that they have bigger batteries this year, 120 hertz, better cameras. When I add all this stuff up together, this is a really solid phone.
0: Well, so there's another thing that just recently came out from uh, Kuoming chi which is an interesting... I saw uh, this. I this saw LEO, this. Yeah. uh satellite communication thing, which by the way, we're so close to the 13 coming out that this, something this big technologically being, it almost seems yeah. like, no,
1: I, I immediately discounted it. Cause I read that. Yeah. I'm like, why is this coming the, out? Like
0: yeah, a couple of weeks, weeks before now. the phone yeah.
1: release. But Hey, if this is true, okay, I'm getting a 13. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The, the thing is uh, to me, I am reading this. So for those who don't know, uh, low earth orbit satellites, um, would apparently give you some connectivity to make calls and messages. If you don't have 4g or 5g service. Now, by and large, the vast majority of people with the phones are not going to ever be able to use this technologies, which is another reason why I'm like, why would they bother investing in this unless it's just a, a stupid cheap thing to put into the phone? Because while there are people that do have issues, um, you know, in rural areas or whatever, um, I don't know that this is such a need that you need to force it into this particular phone unless it's not that expensive to put in. Like for me, I just don't get it. I, I Matter of fact, I would I would say. I, I, I don't know. Listen, he knows more than me. I'm not a leaker. It seems highly sus. If it's in there, that is a great selling point. It goes along with a bunch of other things that Apple has been trying to do as far as, you know, quality of life improvements, like actual quality of life improvements. But I think the vast majority of people who would buy this would never get a chance to use that feature. Um, having said that, I'm not against it being something that can be used because every so often you're in a, an area where there's nothing, there's just nothing. And you feel hopeless or helpless, especially if your car breaks down. Now you're screwed. This would eliminate that as a potential bad place where you're in a highway, maybe going between two places where there's just bad, bad coverage with a phone. And you still will be able to make calls or texts or whatever, which is great. I just don't know if, if uh, this is the year for that, if it is, it's a strange thing because I feel like it's bridging the gap between the 12 and the 13, which I think this would normally be a 12s. If uh, it seems like Apple's just not even doing s's anymore, which yeah. I kind of don't blame them. They're never they're, n- they're not going to admit that it's just a half measure anymore. Um, I, I I but it would feel like an s type upgrade. the The first time that the s I think was really a great upgrade was Siri. Was it 4s? Right. Yeah. That's when Siri came out. That was like, holy crap, that's crazy. Like the voice assistant and all this, like that was cool. Every other time after that, it's been kind of this little, this is an S phone. Let, I don't care if they call it 13 or not. Very definitively, this is an S upgrade year. And until we start to see some major changes in design and stuff, I'm I'm considering this a 12S regardless of what they call it. So it's gonna take a lot for me to be excited about this. It doesn't mean I'm not going to get it. Um, I probably will have to just by virtue of having a YouTube channel. I keep saying that, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not excited when I see the presentation, I will probably be mildly excited. And then of course, when it's being delivered, I'll probably be a little bit excited. Cause you know, when you get the thing, you open it like, yeah, it's my new iPhone, you know, <laughs> but I mean, I'm going to be real. Like, it's not something that I'm like super amped about. I feel like I just got my 12 pro max. I just got the cases. I mean, I got the cases when I got them, but I feel like I just, I just got this case. It feels like I just got the case. Well, some of these I did just get. So, it, and I just now got a MagSafe charger, desktop charger. It was like 30 bucks on Amazon. It's a it's a it's like a stand thing. Mm-hmm. So they better, I haven't heard anything about MagSafe. They better keep MagSafe. I assume it's going to be in there. Everyone would assume that, but sometimes Apple or other um, manufacturers just drop things that they don't see a lot of usage. I, I assume it's going to be in there. There's no reason to think it's not, but wouldn't that be something that's like, oh yeah, no MagSafe.
1: <laughs> no, I think MagSafe is in there. If, if anything, they said it was going to get stronger this year, all which all would be right, cool. Yeah, I feel like this satellite feature, uh, just to single it out, I don't know. Uh, It sounds like kind of fishy to me that it's so last minute, but maybe the fact that it is so last minute and it's such a random thing that no one was saying was coming, it might actually just be true because like, yeah, like no one was saying this. It's kind of like a bold prediction to make two weeks out from an event. You think maybe you hedge your bet and go, yeah, it's coming to the next one maybe, but the fact that he goes iPhone 13 to support LEO, whatever, Uh, Unless this is the 12S, then he has an out, right? Because that's (laughs) that's not the iPhone 13. (laughs) No, I told Uh, you, it's 13, and this is the 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And and personally, I think they are done with the S names. I would be surprised if it was S. Just because these names are becoming such a mouthful now. Yeah. You know, uh, iPhone 12S Pro Max. uh, (laughs) It's getting a little ridiculous at this point. So I I don't think they're ever going to do S names again. And it's almost become like a joke in the tech industry of like, don't buy the S cycle. So it right. it, it works against them. They shouldn't call it an S anymore. Like it, it's become that point where people have kind of figured out these marketing names and to call it something brand new, to just call it the 13 and then the 14 and the 15 to keep doing that. It makes it feel newer than maybe it even is, you know? So I think marketing wise, it's smart just to call it the 13 and move on from there. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, um, not terribly i don't know i i need apple to to hit me with something really cool i think if the, the the coolest thing and i've said this for the last couple of weeks if they do it the coolest thing that actually will make me excited from apple is the redesigned mini ipad mini i would i'm still gonna i'm still gonna freak out about that you might think well that's not very much different but i don't care i've always loved the ipad mini and all i need is it to be you know the newer um, design, and I'm all over that thing. I think Sonny Dixon's in the chat. I think he probably has some. I think he's had some mold or something that he's shown us. Um, just give me the darn thing, Sonny. Give me a picture of the actual thing. That's what I want. To, <laughs> I don't want the mold. Show me the actual thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm looking forward to the mini as well. That's probably like one of the most hype products for me because I love the iPad Mini, and I just want a modern redesign of it. And I, I yeah, I'll buy it day one for sure.
0: What I'm hoping is uh, hopefully this um, coming up month, especially with the, the Apple event and everything, which we'll probably have to do a gadget cast very shortly after. I know that mm-hmm. Greg and I will probably be making videos, but we really need to do a gadget cast because um, I'm hoping that the viewership and listenership goes up. It's been down, I think, mainly because people are out in the summertime and we expect all those people to come back. But I really want to do some big things, maybe a big gadget cast, supercast, like we used to do um, once the iPhone 13 is announced and talk about that. Maybe we'll have like Renee on and stuff like that. Maybe we'll do that again. Um, it's yeah. really really important for us to cover that uh really tightly and as i get my fold three i'll give my absolute opinions next week and i think greg can do the same because i'll have both his fold and flip and uh we'll, we'll have a good time there i think what we should do is slow this shut this down and then uh, do a little after cast some people in the chat that have some questions i think we should answer yeah. but for me i think for the gadget cast itself i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty good how about you i'm good let's end it <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Make sure you leave us a. Comment. I saw some uh, some new um, reviews come in. I oh, said, Do you some want to review. read those? Yeah, I, we did actually. Let's real quick read a couple of the latest reviews. Um, I think I sent you something. Where is it? Uh, where was it? Uh, August twenty first. Oh, this was this was a while back. So it was a while ago. Let's see where. So if you're on Apple and you want to leave us a review. Um, we will try to read it on the air. We've had some really cool reviews. Uh, I, got, lately. I got a couple. Let's see. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead.
1: Go ahead. This guy is uh, Jonah the Whale from Great Britain. Says, love Greg and Travis. I love Greg and Travis. Great tech podcast. Been listening for ages now. And it's the podcast I keep coming back to. Fun guys. Edit. Oh, <laughs> one thing I don't like, though, the I just seen space travel thing. It totally spoils the once galactically awesome intro. Please get rid of it. Who is? Oh, oh come on! What the heck? On, I don't want to do this.
0: How could you? How could you? <laughs> uh, anything else? I'm
1: upset about the I Justine. It was a five-star review yeah. though, but Five I awesome. View. Why don't you like I Justine? We love I. You don't Justine. know who I Justine is. You know who Willie Do is. You don't know who I Justine is. Come on. Come on, get man. your head out. Of, get your head out of the sand. I Justine's great. I think we keep the I just seen space travel going forward. I would love to just keep adding on to space travels. I yeah. would love to get a Renee space travel. Uh, Everyday dad, we got to get him to say space travel. Luke, a got an idea. We got them all going down. The GadgetCast intro is just going to eventually be 30 minutes of people saying space travel. <laughs> space
0: travel. Okay.
1: Or maybe we could <laughs> randomize it. You know, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know. We'll put it in like a randomizer. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. This is a four-star review. So you got to go back and change that to a five-star review. Uh, <laughs> this is from... <laughs> Uh, I can't even pronounce this. I'm sorry. But he's from South Africa. I recently got into tech podcasts. My main focus has been tech videos on YouTube. And my first taste was the Genius Bar, which I mm. found a little too haphazard and lacking format or taste. Oh, oh yeah. The hosts were more <laughs> interested talking about their personal lives for two hours than covering tech. And it's like, bruh, I don't know you. I don't care. <laughs> However, GadgetCast seems to be a bit more structured than that. And they actually have bullet points that they are working through we don't uh there were one or two awkward silences (laughs) it seems to be common as i've heard it in two to three podcasts i've listened to and it interrupts the flow of conversation but i do appreciate their to the point approach so gotta work on those awkward silences but i do agree uh he titles this much better than genius bar I think you go back and rate us a five star for much better yeah. than Genius Bar personally. Mm-hmm. And yeah, John Prosser and Sam Cole—they're a little too full of themselves. They talk too much about <laughs> themselves. Me and Travis have no ego, so none. we're not going to do that. You know, none, so none. we're good to go. Uh, let's see—we got a couple more, right? Um, uh, love the show. Easily one of my favorite tech podcasts out there. Keep it up, Greg and Travis. Uh, there's some weird names. Geox Tigers?
0: Go Tigers?
1: Geox, go ti- No, yeah. I
0: don't know. The G-U-E-U-X is, I think it's actually pronounced Go. Is it's it? like, go yeah, Apple it's
1: and Go Tigers? Wow. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. Uh, well, this one's titled Journ for the Win, but oh. it's a great podcast and it's a five star. Oh, okay. Dear Apple, send them an iPhone SE. Yeah. Five stars. Why not? Sure, why not? I'll take it, Apple. Give me sure. an iPhone
0: SE. Sure, send it over. All right, that's it. Alright, cool. Well, if you want to do that, go down to your Apple Podcast, leave us a review or send us an email um, or voicemail. Their links are in the description of the uh, YouTube video or in the show notes of the audio podcast. We well, thank you so much for joining us. For if you're here for the Aftercast, hang out with us. Everyone else, we'll see you next week.